Hello. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. My mother thanks you. If you can't say something nice. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Welcome to the It's the Drama podcast. I'm Liz and you are? Sunny. Yes. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about homeschooling, homeschooling routines, why you need one, couldn't get by without one and yeah, just stuff like that really, Sunny. Mm, yeah. So a lot of people have been thrown into... Um, the deep end. Yeah, the deep end actually. Um, Isolation, quarantine. Yeah, but they've been thrown into homeschooling is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And they are working. They're trying to work from home. They're trying to juggle kids and school and work and the house and all the rest of it. And they're thinking, shit, what shall I, how do I do it? And I just thought, right, I want to get on there, make a podcast and talk about routines, why they're important for homeschooling and for your sanity, to be honest, Sunny. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's go. Okay. So what was your, what, what you, I know you had a first question that you said that you mm-hmm. wanted to talk about. Well, the first one that I came up with or the second one? I don't know. The first one was why in the first place did you start homeschooling? Why did I start mm. homeschooling? Um, I started homeschooling because... Um, I just wanted to spend more time with you. Yeah. You might find that really, really hard to believe now. Mm, Very hard to believe. (laughs) Ten years later. (laughs) No, in all fairness, in all seriousness, rather, homeschooling is something that I used to look at other people doing. When we lived in England before we emigrated to New Zealand, Mm -hmm. there was this couple and they were homeschooling and they had like this um, houseboat on the canal because we lived in Bath, and mm-hmm. um, they had this houseboat. And every t- day when I'd walk you to school, I'd walk past this houseboat to get you to school on time. And I'd see them, and they just looked so relaxed and so, you know, the kids were still, I know it's a cliche, but the kids were still in their pyjamas because it was only 20 past eight in the morning. Mm-hmm. And the mum just looked like she was just making a coffee and she was just coming out and sorting her little plants out on her boat. And she just looked really relaxed. And I remember talking to her once, and she's like, oh, yeah, I homeschool. Um... <clears throat> But back then, there was no way I could afford to stop work. And, mm-hmm. you know, there was, it just wasn't something that was, that seemed like I attractive. could do. No, not attractive. No, it was very attractive. But it just seemed like something that I would never be able to do. Yeah. And that was sort of like my brush with homeschooling in England. Um, and then when we moved to New Zealand, there's a lady who lived down the road. We, we we built our own house on a piece of land in the middle of the country. And a woman that lived down the road was offering horse riding lessons um, to kids. Yeah. And Tessa was six. Six, six years old. Yeah. yeah. And she wanted to horse ride. And I'd been given this lady's number and I went down there and she was German mm-hmm. and spoke fluent English. Been living in, married a Kiwi, been living in New Zealand for 10 years. And she was homeschooling her two boys. Yeah. yeah. And... I just got talking to her. Actually, I'd just had a really bad day at the school that day because I'd been to pick you or you and Tessa up and something had happened. I can't remember what, but I think I was told, oh, you know, Sonny's been a naughty boy or, you know, he didn't keep his desk clean or mm. something. Do you remember that time? I remember they, the day, yeah. Yeah. Well, you Mrs. do. Mrs. Handline, that kept me back for like, um, yeah. that wasn't her actual name, by the way. She kept me back for, um, we just used to call her that. Um, she kept us back for like 10 or 15 minutes. And um, yeah, we just... Um, 
to tidy your desk. To tidy my desk and said, yeah. Sonny has problems with keeping his desk clean. God, that woman knew you well then, didn't she, hey? Well, it wasn't because it wasn't even that. That unclean. <laughs> no. She was the only a standing is, teacher. Yeah, and the fact is, you were, what, you were, how old are you, nine? Mm, and what's that got to do yeah, with learning? Yeah, I know, I know. Anyway, but, so I'd had a bit of a to-do with her about the desk, and I had a beer in my bonnet about that, mm-hmm. and Tess was crying as usual and wasn't happy, and because some boy was doing something at school and, you know, whatever. Pinching her and scratching yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. And I went to take her to this horse riding lesson and I started talking to this lady called Petra and she just said, why don't you just homeschool? And I said, oh, because I can't. And she said, why? And I said, because I'm not a teacher and I wouldn't know how to. Mm. And she's like, no, it doesn't work like that. She said, just, ju- I'll tell you what to do. She said, just do it for a term and see how you go. Try it out. Try it out, yeah. And... So I want to say that the reason I, and the reason I homeschooled was not because of the desk, the messy desk and Tesca in, mm-hmm. although those did play a part in it. So they were there yeah. in the background. But the main reason I wanted to homeschool and the only reason I wanted to homeschool, to be honest, right from the start was because I wanted to spend time with you. And it was just I could just we just used to have such good weekends mm. and holidays. <clears throat> and then it was always a bit sad when you went back to school and you'd always go a bit miserable. And, yeah, yeah. you know, so it was always like, well, why couldn't you just do stay at home and learn at home and anyway so that's why that's why we homeschooled yeah i remember when you took us out that day and celebrated took us to the uh the little theater or the little movie theater what yeah we called? went to we went to an art house cinema mm. and watched a film and um yeah just to celebrate yeah, didn't we good when they had art house cinemas in new plymouth so what i wanted to talk to you about is um <clears throat> that first week i'll never forget that first week when you were at home and I didn't have a clue. In fact, for the first, I'd probably say for the first year, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I just bluffed it every day. But I tried to, I kind of made the mistake at first of thinking, right, it has to be like school at Mm. home. So we have to have, you know, we have tea. Yeah, we have to, but we did do that, didn't we? We did have morning tea. And we had to have morning tea and we had to have this and we had to have, you know, the lessons had to start at a certain time and finish at a certain time. And if they didn't, then you wouldn't fit maths in, you know, because you had to do English, math, science. And if you weren't finished by lunchtime, then how were you going to do your, you know, how mm-hmm. are you going to do your maths or your science? And so it was really quite stressful. Mm-hmm. So what I want to talk about is having a routine that's really, really strict, mm-hmm. having no routine and then finding the in-between. Yeah. Which is what we had. We had the in-between mm-hmm. one. Yeah. yeah. So the first routine was where too strict. It was. Do you? I don't know if you. You. I doubt you very much. You remember that? I do you do remember you? it? Do you? It's like the year. So I was only ten years old. Yeah. Yeah, I remember bits of it. But it was. It was so stressful as a parent because, like I said, I just created this. I felt as if I created quite a, a stressful atmosphere because I was scared that you weren't going to get your work done and completed. Like, like when I look back now, that is just, I can't believe that I thought like that, but because obviously it's easy when, after, when you look back, isn't it? And mm. you finished and you're, you've gone through it. But at yeah. the time I remember thinking if they don't do the same as school, they're going to fail or, I mean, what, what is fail? I don't know. Wouldn't learn or, yeah. um, so we stuck to this really strict routine and I pretty much burnt, burnt myself out after about. For four months, I just remember crying a lot. Crying a lot? Yeah, I, I do. I remember that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I was always scared that you were going to cry. So I was just worried that I was going to upset you or something, you know. Aww. But, um, yeah, we just didn't have that. We did, We just hadn't found that structural routine that worked for us yet. Yeah. I think that's what it's about, isn't it? It's just finding a routine that works for you. Yeah. Because that's what the whole homeschooling thing is about, is school is uh, not made to fit the person. The person is molded and forced to fit the education system at school. So it's almost like the same routine. You can't push someone into a set routine and say, right, this is the only one that's going to work. You've got to find that routine that works for you as a person. Like we eventually started off with music because we knew that that was a calm way because we both like music to start the morning off. And then you went into maths because then you were at your most um, concentration just after music. Then you went to English because you liked it a bit more. And you did lunch time, and then you had science, which is just a bit easier. And then you just finished off with something easy like reading or something. Yeah, you know? or doing a project or something. Yeah, because you just found, like I say, find that routine that fits to you rather than trying to fit to a routine. Mm. And also not comparing yourself to other families. That is the one thing that I did constantly for that first, probably first three years, if I'm honest. And... It was the worst thing anytime anyone can do anyways compare yourself to other people. It's the worst thing because mm-hmm. you're never gonna be that other person. Your kids are never gonna be those other kids. You're you. You know, I'm me. And like you say, you just make it work for you. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I realized that Tess, um, she hated reading with a passion. And um, I mean, you loved it, didn't mm-hmm. you? And you loved being read too. But Tessa would get bored. And yet put her in front of a a documentary or, you know, like when we were reading Charlotte's Web, for instance, we read Charlotte's Web and she kind of liked Charlotte's Web when she was little. Not as much as I did, though. No, you loved it. Didn't cry? No, you cried. You cried. That was it. (laughs) I don't think (laughs) we should call it homeschooling. Just call it cry schooling. (laughs) (laughs) But you were crying because of the book. It was a sad book. Yeah, it was a sad book and I really got into it. You put characters to it. So then you got emotionally invested in them yeah I did yeah Mm. and I was doing all the voices and things Mm. but going back to Tess she would watch a film and then she would talk for hours about that film Mm -hmm. you know wouldn't she and say oh how come that happened and did you see how that happened and now at the time when we were doing that and we were using films as a way of learning I did kind of think is this going to work is this going to yeah now Tess is 16 she's 16 and you know next month whatever that girl can have a her language is amazing you yeah. know her, her she can have the best conversations with you about anything and mm. she's i suppose what i'm trying to say is it oh, what am i trying to say i'm trying to say that it just i, I shouldn't have worried yeah i sh- don't everyone learns in their own yeah, pace yeah. and in their own way yeah because that was what was famous wasn't it was that albert einstein failed maths class twice Right. You know, but he was the most smartest man in the world. Yeah. So like, it's like, you know, that's, I guess, the same with Tessa as you thought she was, wasn't was going to um, do well because of the, you know, she never listened or didn't pay attention, didn't read many books. But now she's got, you know, like her yeah. vocabulary. She paid attention, but only to the things that she wanted to pay yeah. attention to. Mm. And that worried me at the time. That worried me. And now I wish that I knew what I knew then. Uh, sorry, I know now. And I would have just thought this is going to be amazing for her to sit and watch. I remember, you know, I remember we did that project on <clears throat> America and she sat and watched Pocahontas or something, didn't mm, she? And yeah. because of that, she got into the American history and all everything that came with that film. And she really, 
explored that whole topic and yeah. I suppose yeah that's what I'm trying to say Titanic I, was another big one as oh, well I know mm. I tell you a what massive project on that was that my project or Tessa's project that was my project that was your project yeah a big big that was a big project for me yeah when I was there and I, we watched the film and you know so yeah just to give an example that's a good example actually so you were 11 probably no. about 10 or 11 so I think you were 10 so Tess was seven and because someone asked me the other day, so how come if you're homeschooling two kids, how can you do it at different ages? Mm-hmm. So what happened was Sonny was 10, Sess was seven, and you were fascinated by the Titanic, weren't you? Mm-hmm. So one weekend they went out with Brian and they got some wood and built this big Titanic Yeah, boat. Model it was about the boat. size of maybe like two chopping boards put together. Yeah. Yeah. And you had all of like funnels on it, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, it had this funnels and stuff and... Had a little um, bridge and stuff and looked pretty. It looked brilliant. Yeah, it looked yeah. really good. A little rail, little handrail and yeah, it was really good. Yeah. And it had two pipes so that it stayed afloat. Otherwise it would have just sunk. Yeah. But no, it stayed afloat and everything. And then, so you, we've got this Titanic ship and then that the next day, say, for, say you say, okay, well, I'm going to take two weeks and we're going to learn everything. About, I mean, it took us much more than that. I think it took us all term, didn't it? I think mm. we made that last all term, that project. Yeah. And we're going to learn about the Titanic. So I've got a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old. Or <clears throat> so you watch the film and you just spend all day watching that because it's three hours long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the next day you sit around the table and talk about the film and talk about the bits that you liked and why people did what they did. And, you know, and mm-hmm. just... yeah. And then you'd start a project. And that project for you was, I remember you measured the... I think you did the distance from Southampton to New York. Yeah. And whereabouts the ship sunk. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it had like everything. That. It had like the menu on everything, the That's difference right. the menu yeah. between the classes. So the first class menu to the third class menu. Yep. So it was like $100 to $3 or something like yep. that. Um, and loads of stuff like that. And I had um, like pictures and everything. And we used to make the heading out of cut cut them out and stuff, remember? Yeah. And draw, draw it in. And we did a drawing. I did a drawing of the Titanic. Yeah. We used to write a poem. I learned the piano titanic theme that's right yeah and stuck the um sheet music onto it and yeah so Big all project. that project encompassed so many different subjects is what i'm yeah. saying and you know when people are like oh they won't learn this they won't mm. like learn that that was just one example and then going back to tess because she didn't want to do she was seven and she didn't want to write essays and things i think she i think she wrote a little poem didn't she write a poem about what are those poems called that you start with the letter and then oh i can't remember the name of that, that across poem, a, something like that yeah, yeah. I, oh that's gonna i don't know what it's called but one of those we did yeah one of those did, poems where yeah. you start where you write the word down the side yes uh well you should say you write it what would you say um, like titanic you yeah. write it vertically and then you'd write the each start of each yeah. Um, word with that letter yeah. back across. What's the name of that? I can't remember. We'll leave it in the show notes. I bet people are listening going, is mm. that you idiot? <laughs> <laughs> Homeschoolers? <laughs> you know nothing. <laughs> but no, that was a great project. Yeah, and so Tess would do pictures. Tess would draw pictures. Mm-hmm. She would try and play it on a recorder. You yeah. know, she would, yeah, she did all different things. She she painted the boat with her dad. She just did lots of different things. That, yeah. And it, and it worked, didn't it? And that was all, and that was like, I say, fine. Finding that routine that works for you. Yeah. And the projects that work for you as well. Yeah, that's right. Um, And so I just want to quickly touch on when, what, do you remember that time when we said, okay, we're not going to have any routine. We're just going to, we're just going to let everything flow free and easy. Yeah. Didn't work. I'm not going to wash my hair for a week. Mm. 
We're going to eat lots of brown rice and you can just do what you want, kids. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> Why was, was it horrible? It was all right for the first 10 minutes, but then you're like, oh, I have to think, you know, I have to think, like, what am I going to do? And then obviously you don't want to do that. So no, if you don't have your routine, you know, you, you're almost just like, you're like, oh, should I do my maths now? Oh, no, I'll do that later. Should I do my English now? Oh, I'll do that later. So what am I going to do now? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to do nothing now. So what did you do? Because you didn't have any game. You weren't allowed any technology or anything, were just you? Just used to play i guess use my imagination and play around that's good yeah that is good i tried to build a bow and arrow and lots of stuff like that yeah i looked how i was going to make a rangers so i used to read a book series called the rangers apprentice and they had like um they were like a just a a forest ranger and they had like a green mottled green cloak on and um i used to have a bow and everything and i just wanted to make that cloak i never did but i wanted to make the cloak and yeah it was just um See, if you had a mum that could sew, you'd have been able to do that. Yeah. She would have made it, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, oh, that's another good thing as well. If you've got a boy and you're homeschooling, just like, and he's what between the ages of what? Ranger's Apprentice. I'd still read it now. Yeah. <laughs> Eight and 18. Yeah. Ranger's Apprentice. Like yeah, it's definitely. Just, a, just an interesting story, mm. I guess. It's a good story. And I think, again, a good conversation starter. Mm, yeah. So yeah, what we did was we decided that we were going to be cool and hippie and we were going to try a whole term of no routine whatsoever. Honestly, it did my head in. It really did my head in because I am, I just need to know what's going on and what's happening. And, you know, just so you know, you can sort of set out the day and there was just no structure whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when people say they unschool and other people say, oh, people who unschool are just cop-outs. Actually, that is the opposite. Because yeah. if you unschool your brave. kids, you are. You're brave, really brave and you've got to dedicate a hell of a lot of time to them. Mm. Because you've got to be there making the cloak for the ranger's apprentice. Yeah. You've got to be there, you know, making the cake because your daughter wants to do that. At any given moment, they want mm. to do different things. And that's the whole unschooling thing. So I'm standing up for unschoolers here because I think they have got the hardest job yeah. when it comes to schooling their kids because they can't just, they don't just say, there you go, there's a textbook, read out of it and, just, and write the answers. You know, they, they really do have to use their imagination yeah, and give their kids 100%. So mm. that didn't, that unschooling thing didn't work for me because. I just had too much to do otherwise in the house. And it just was, I just wanted to know that you were doing something, you know? So we went from the the really strict one and we've tried the unschooling one and we found the one in between. Yeah, we did. Because the woman who you talked about who did the horse riding, she was an unschooler. Yeah, she was. She was, yeah. yeah. I think if you'd unschooled from the start and you didn't know any different... Mm. I think it would be great because we unschooled for a year when we went traveling, didn't we? We yeah, didn't we did. do any formal school. We just unschooled. Um, but that was different because we were going to all those different countries and we constantly had lessons placed in front of us. I mean, the, the, what we were doing was a lesson itself. But being at home with no structure, I oh, I don't know. I, and especially now with what's going on and people are in lockdown and all the rest of it, I think that would just be too much. I really do. Yeah. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I don't. I want to say to people, look, if your kids just want to watch films for a week, you know, then go with that as well because it's not going to do them any harm whatsoever. And you know, as long as they're just not sitting there like using the telly as a babysitter or whatever. Mm, but yeah, because we did know a homeschooling family like that, didn't we? 
Did we? we just use the Xbox? Remember, she said we use the Xbox as our babysitter. Yeah. Yeah. So don't 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 do that. But um, no, like you say, you know, you've just got to um, just got to find find because it's still good to have the television and stuff, you know, because obviously the internet is yeah, a big, you need m- massive thing. Yeah. For learning, and um, we used to watch all loads, like you say, loads of educational documentaries and stuff like that. And we used to have our Blue Planets at lunchtime. We used to watch a documentary with our lunch. Mm. Um, and you just learn, without realising it, as a kid, you learn so much. You yeah. Because you're just watching these documentaries. And um, and then we used to watch Call the Midwife, you know? Yeah. Which is like a BBC drama. But you learn about how midwives work yeah. in nunneries in the 19... What was it? 1920s? I think that was set. Just after the second, the First World War? Yeah, something like that. Or was it 1940s after the Second World War? I'm Could not have sure. been after the Second World War. I'm not 50s. sure. 50s. Yeah, you like and you learn all about the introduction of like contraception and stuff like that before that they had it back then and how many mm. kids were being born. Oh, you and... learned loads off that, didn't yeah. you? And again, I can't stress enough. It's the talking. Re- if you only had to do two things when you were homeschooling, just read and talk, and that's it. Mm. If honestly, if you were really stressed out and you thought I can't cope and I can't get my head around this routine, just spend a couple of hours reading books. Or watching a film together, as long mm-hmm. as you're doing it together, yeah. and then you can talk about it together afterwards, mm-hmm. and then from there you can say, "Oh, why don't you write an essay? You know, mm-hmm. why don't you write a story?" I'm talking about little kids now. Yeah, and then obviously it comes to where you've then got to do your your correspondence to do your um, you know, your your GCSEs, your A levels, yeah. um, or yeah. your NCEAs, yeah, or whatever they do over in America, yeah, um. I don't know what you do in America. But that's different, isn't it? That's them that that by the time you get to that age, yeah. you're in a routine of your own. Yeah, anyway. you've got that self discipline, yeah. hopefully. Um I know a couple of kids that didn't, but also no, excuse me. A couple of kids that did know. Keeping you awake, Sonny. Yeah, no, sorry. I just had a, <laughs> a yawn. because um, I'm just thinking about exams and it just makes me feel tired. <laughs> Glad that I've done them. But um Yeah, no, like like you say, you kind of have that own routine and you kind of know that if you don't do it, then no one else is going to do it. Yeah. As a kid, it's just like, oh, you know, oh, I just want to play. Yeah. But as an, you know, an, a, 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 what would you say, a premature adult? Or what? Just like, like, like your like age? Like a 16, High school? 17, you know, just, yeah. just starting to go into that adulthood and you're starting to do, you're realising that you're going to have to start doing something with your exams. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So what I would say, if someone came to me now and they're working full time or working from home and they're like, do you know what, I've got three kids at home now and I've got to teach them and I've got to, what shall I do? I would just say, uh, my advice to you would give you a really rough routine, a, like, sorry, not rough, a really loose routine. I would say always start at the same time every morning. If you can do that, then you're onto a winner because the kids will get into a routine of when they start. They know that like the dishes or whatever have got to be done by then or the teeth have got to be cleaned and they're ready to start. Mm-hmm. Say, for example, at nine o'clock. Let's just give that as an example because that's when we always started. And you know what? If you don't start, if you if it doesn't start till quarter past nine, no big deal. But what I'm saying is just try and have that routine where you have that start and then aim to be finished by lunchtime. Mm-hmm. And then after lunchtime, then you can get on and do with what you've got to do. But that that first morning routine, I think, is super important. And I just think just have just even if you just write it out at the beginning of the week. OK, maths, we're going to cover 
I don't know, uh, mental maths or the mm-hmm. times table, or we're going to do times table and mental maths, or we're going to do fractions. And and there's so much stuff on the internet that you can get. I'm going to write a big post about all the free resources that you can use. It won't cost you a penny. All the stuff that we used when we were homeschooling, a lot of it is still going now. And, you know, you can just set your child up with that for like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, Again, don't overload them. That's the big thing as well, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's just because their learning is intense. It's not like in a classroom where they've got chit-chat, chit-chat, and oh, can I go to the toilet? And oh, by the way, did you guess what I did last night? You know, it's intense. It's just them. So they can get that learning done much quicker than they Mm -hmm. would at home. So just bear that, uh, sorry, at school. So just bear that in mind as well. Don't go too hard on them and don't go too hard on yourself. Yeah. And like I say, just set it out. Okay, we're going to do maths. This is what we're going to do for maths. It's going to take us all week to do that. You know, you're just going to learn in little sections. Don't you mm-hmm. find that it, learning in that little bite size? Yeah, instead of, um, and I guess they do that at school, but at the same time, it's not effective because um, it's almost like that homeschool bite size because there's only one teacher and there's only maximum of two or three kids instead of the 30 kids you almost get more done in that one lesson than you would in like five lessons at school Mm. so yeah like if you're thinking oh that's just the same as school well it's not because um in that little 45 minute section at school you probably have to times that by 10 just to get one 45 segment private segment with your homeschool yeah yeah with your teacher if you get what i mean yeah i do piano like you say it's sometimes it's better to do that little one so it doesn't exhaust your brain because I remember sometimes just doing a maths project and you know my dad would come home and then we'd be still there at eight o'clock at night trying to teach us how to do this science thing and your brain was just hurting and none of it was going in and it was just like this is pointless to do this now well you know why that was because I knew nothing apps and still know nothing about Mm. science yeah I think I've got to be probably the worst person teacher The worst teacher in the world at science and maths. I don't know anything about maths. I'm rubbish at maths. But you know what? You just Google it and you just go on YouTube and you just read some books and you find out how to do it. Mm. It's really annoying because like eight years ago, I knew everything about all the math stuff that I was supposed to know. And now I've forgotten it all again. (laughs) (laughs) But That's, I guess, another thing as well, isn't it? If you're teaching your kids at homeschooling, you almost learn again yourself. You do, but you you've got you've got to remember though that some people they're busy. They haven't got time yeah. to sit down and. But that's the reason we're into this podcast because no one's busy at the moment now, because of the quarantine. Yeah, but they're still working though. Pe- yeah. People are still working at home. Yeah. Um, and it's just finding like we keep saying that homeschooling routine, of that works for both of you, that keeps everyone happy, and. Uh, yeah, so what what I would say is just, I don't know if I finished saying what I was saying, but I would just say, right, okay, we're going to do maths. You're going to do 25 minutes reading. You're going to sit and read your book, go and snuggle up on the couch and read your book. Mm-hmm. And then we might watch a documentary and you can write something about that documentary or you can write about how that character was or something like that. You know, we might go on a walk around the garden and see what we can see and Mm -hmm. then write about it or get some flowers from the garden and press them and draw them if you've got little kids. Just loads and loads of stuff like that. Yeah, there's so much you can do. Yeah, there is. But just, uh, so keep that routine so you know that you're going to be finished after lunch, as in the parents know, you're going to be finished after lunch. What you do after lunch, you know, they can, you, you sort that out with your own family because you know what you allowed your family to do, but... 
for that loose homeschooling routine, just cover what you can. Don't fret about it. They're going to learn anyway. You know, just like I say, if if the worst comes to the very worst, just read, 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 read to mm -hmm. them and they can read to you. Um, I mean, yeah, that, that was sitting and listening to you reading. I just used to love that because that was relaxing for me as well. And that was so nice. Just yeah, to, it was. And, you know, just send them, say, oh, go and make a dance up for us. Or, you know, why don't you go and do a little play and mm. come out and show us what you've done. Or go and get your teddies and show us, make a little yeah. scene up for us. You know, just something that's easy. That's what we used to do. That used to do plays with our teddies. Yeah, you, you did, yeah. 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 It was really good, actually. But that was only it. after that first intense routine when I learned, hang on a minute, this isn't working. Mm. It's not working for you and it's not working for me. Yeah. So let's just... And then the non-routine didn't work for us either. No. <clears throat> so it's about that finding, finding that, that middle. That middle ground, middle bit, yeah. yeah. Okay, so have we covered that? Is that Are we happy with that then? Yeah, I think that's good. That's um, given the rundown on homeschool routines. Yeah. Not homeschooling, but, you know, definitely the routine side of it. Yeah, just the routine side of it. Yeah. And not feeling guilty if you're not doing bang, bang, bang. That's the other thing as well. I would talk to other homeschooling parents and she, and they would, be, they would be like, oh, yeah, we do an hour of the, an hour of geometry. We do an hour of science. We do, and we've just got this amazing science project. And we've did, we do this English and we do this geography. And we're learning social science and we're learning this language. And it's like, oh, my God, how on earth are you fitting all that in? And you hear that and you think, well, I'm rubbish then. Yeah, but the kids are never that intelligent you know the most intelligent kid that almost ever came out of homeschooling was um you no well <laughs> we can't we won't call him by his real name you we'll and you don't him, even know the name of that poem we'll just call him <laughs> drone boy oh okay you know yeah drone boy started his own drone business yes yeah and is probably really really successful and he was just so intelligent and i don't think they ever had a routine did they oh uh, they probably did they probably they did probably but no did, they yeah. never you know it was just very um yeah, they um, were. They mm. were, he was a. He was an innovative, innovative. What's the word? Innovative, innovative, innovative young yeah. man, wasn't he? And he went on to start his own business, doing drones and yeah. taking photography and stuff. Good on him as well. Yeah, really good on him. Okay, so we've been told that time's up, yep. and we're going to leave. So please, 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 parents, you're listening to this. This is for you. I've done this for you. Stop. Please don't freak out if you haven't got the best routine out there and don't compare yourselves to other parents um do what works for you and your family and your kids remember that it's important just to keep just be happy you know just keep it calm don't do what i did at the first and be like ah you know we've got to get this perfect routine because i didn't and my kids are lovely and <laughs> mm -hmm. and um i'm happy you know and it's just yeah i yeah. think i think the proof's in the pudding it's just we did, that's how we did it and it, everything was fine and your kids will be fine and you're doing a great job and yeah. Yeah. Go and have a glass of wine. Go and have a glass. <laughs> yep. Or a cup of tea. Or a cup of tea. Yeah. Or a box of juice. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say see you next week. Yes, Thanks thank very much. Thank you so much for listening. Um, make sure you leave a five-star review on iTunes um, and if you don't, then that's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. And you're um, a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Keep your chin up, homeschoolers. Yep. Doing a fantastic job. Enjoy your quarantine, everyone. <laughs> okay. While and it lasts. <laughs> see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us this week on the podcast. We have loved having you here. 
If you guys could subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh yeah, that would be nice. That would be absolutely amazing. And make sure to share the podcast with your friends. And if you'd like to hop over to the blog, find one of the little boxes that ask you to drop your email. I will send you a newsletter every week letting you know when we have released our new podcast. That will go straight into your (laughs) inbox. So it's www.itsadrama.com. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your day and we will see you next week for another podcast. Look forward to it. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.